Hello and welcome to the Citizen Podcast, episode three. three. Joining me once again is Rated Crazy and Bean Dream. Yeah, hello. It's always us. So uh, one thing I want to say, this I, I've been doing my best to keep discussion of the game that we're playing while recording this podcast out, but I want to do an experiment this time and kind of just let it go. So for the non-audio listeners that we totally have, uh, if you hear talk of the game, then, uh, you know, if it gets it's too Minecraft. bad, I'll try to cut it. But for the most part, just know that we're currently playing Minecraft once again in this episode. And if there's discussion of things happening in the game, we'll try to keep it to a minimum, but it may happen. So that's what's going on. If you want to see the gameplay, go to youtube.com slash anxious cynic for the clips that I upload from the podcast for each topic. And you can see the boring gameplay that's happening while we're talking. It can be funny sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's good to see the context. but the, Especially if it includes death and destruction of one another. Well, that hasn't happened too much on Peaceful, fortunately. If, if we change, you know, one day we'll play well, another fall, game. And if then you fall high happen. enough from a distance. True. So for the first uh, topic I wanted to discuss today, this one's a little bit meta because it's on the first... Was, no, not the first. It's the second recording we did. This actually didn't end up as an audio podcast. It was the first two topics we discussed that are just on YouTube. And it's about the Trump 2020 versus impeachment discussion that we had. And uh, it basically is something that's like a bit of a pet peeve of mine. And I thought this was a good example of it. And especially on such a contentious topic like politics where it seems to be prolific, which is what I would describe as pseudo-intellectuals being insufferable. So basically what it is is you have people who think they know stuff about a topic or they have a certain standard for what other people should know about a topic and they go into anything related to that topic with that as the pretense and they judge everything else on that basis rather than what it is. So to, to put all that into context, kind of an ambiguous intro, um, I'm going to let Crazy read the comments a person left on that video. So whenever you're ready, Crazy, you can go ahead and read Do those. Do I read the person's name? Uh, you don't have to. Okay, so this person, this first person said... I made it about four minutes in before I realized that no one talking had actually looked into the impeachment. Why is it happening and or the evidence and testimony behind it? Maybe you go into actual details or arguments later. I'm not wasting the watch minutes to find out. <laughs> Interesting. So as you can tell, like right off the bat there, this is a very respectable individual and their time is very important. Mm -hmm. I I believe it is. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, the same person says, I expected a minimum amount of substance relevant to your chosen video title. It also appears I may not be incorrect about the lack of actual substance given you choice not to disagree with me in your response. I don't want to get rid of your part either, though. Yeah, like if, you would have to kind of read my responses to put their response into context, but it's not really necessary. It basically, it sounded like you expected this to be an in-depth analysis of impeachment on a gaming channel. 
It's just us discussing our opinions about what we think is likely. So we're basically just giving our own opinion, and the person is just, oh, you need to make sure to do this and that, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, anyone who would find these podcasts or listen to what we talk about, we like, it's Bean and I have had kind of discussions about the fact that not everyone's going to be super informed about everything, and we're kind That's of just true. discussing things based on what I describe as the vibe of the times, like what's going on, what the average person knows about what they're hearing about. And you're kind of, we kind of, or at least for me, I'm usually discussing the principle of things rather than getting bogged down in the facts of it. The facts are important and I try to know what I'm talking about to an extent, but I'm trying to get to the root of the issue rather than some fabricated box that people make around an issue and you have to discuss it on those terms. Yeah, and like you said, they watched like 10% of the video and like a true, in true intellectual, judging the rest of the contents based on that. If you aren't going to waste the time to hear the content you're judging, then why would you waste our time trying to convince them otherwise? Yeah, it's like they, they're sitting there being all snarky, like, oh, I'm not going to waste my time because this isn't going to be worth my time. It's like, well, I'm supposed to waste my time convincing you that it is. That's doesn't so make any sense. But um, that's just it's one of those things, like I said, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine and it sticks out to me, as, especially in the political sphere. Like people have this really annoying tendency to be like snarky assholes about what they know, what they think other people should know. And like, if this person is coming from the perspective of like, I'm informed, I know what's going on. Like, first of all, like, why are you looking for what other people have to say if you're that sure of yourself? But maybe you're just interested in the topic. I get it. So let's just say <clears throat> that our discussion had no substance of, of merit, like something that no intellectual or someone who's more sophisticated would be interested in. Would that not be an indication when they click on the video and see that we're playing Minecraft while we're talking about these things <laughs> that they <laughs> should much. probably not expect that from us? Like, why, would, why would, would you even that. watch four minutes of it? Like, no, these people are playing Minecraft. This isn't the kind of highbrow content I was expecting and then click away, right? It's an intellectual speaking of what we think <laughs> to where we're playing a child's adult game, I guess. Something, however you want to describe it, but it's like... Clearly, we're all like ADD millennials or whatever. We're playing Minecraft, talking about things that we I have some grasp of. Uh, not quite. I'm somewhere in between. <laughs> I think. Am I a millennial? I don't even know. You're a millennial. <laughs> I don't fit into these boxes. You don't fit in anywhere. I'm a loner. But I don't know. It's just like it's one of those things. Like I cannot stand snarky people who think that they're better than other people yeah um especially like that's one thing like i've seen a lot with like not everybody but college educated people like they're all like i have a degree or whatever and they immediately think that, that like makes me. them better not I everybody's have a degree that way, of course, cooking but... and i'm better than you anyway because i'm a woman <laughs> yeah you got you got multiple boxes check there you, you win the uh victim olympics well i don't i mostly learned my cooking from my dad so oh yeah. bending the gender norms <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but i don't it's just things like that like people will actually have debates and they act like 
it's like for, like what I'm saying, for instance, with them, they, they're watching a video of people playing Minecraft talking about Trump, right? Yeah. So if you're so smart and this isn't worth your time, what was the first indication? Was it the Minecraft gameplay or the fact that we're talking about ideas and well, uh, your thumbnail more, more didn't even relate to Minecraft at all? <laughs> well, like that's kind of something I wish I could change, but I don't really want to brand it as Minecraft really. content because it's not it's podcast gameplay. Like, yeah, all we're doing so is just it's, a background it's more about thing. the topic. Yeah, it's just something to, for us to do while we're talking and something to show visually behind the. Uh, the topics being discussed pretty much but um i, I realize i've known that a lot i go but i'm um, a lot i gotta stop this <laughs> bothering me when i go oh, back well. and edit these i'm like yeah, just dude, like, dude, you'll just on. have a counter in the corner of just like you every every time you say um uh, yeah well little bell chime ding. just like every single time That'd be that, would be, that would get pretty tiring that would <laughs> probably serving. get annoying eventually <laughs> i think it would like just me saying it gets annoying i can't imagine putting a chime with it or just like every time you say um in one video you have to get a new cat <laughs> <laughs> so like it's basically that's the, the the one of the premise or basis of my uh displeasure with this particular instance is the fact that there should have been a more immediate indication that this might not be the kind of content this person was looking for due to the fact that there's Minecraft gameplay in the video. So what, what annoys me is like, in my opinion, that means that you're a dumb, right? Like you're if, you're, dumb. if you click, yeah, if you click on this video, you see Minecraft and people talking about Trump and you're like, clearly no one's looked at the details or the facts about what's going on with impeachment. And that makes you like you're, you're judging it still. But then when I retort and I'm like, you, you saw people on a gaming channel talking about Trump and you thought it was going to be some in-depth analysis of impeachment. And then they come back like still with their highbrow attitude of, well, clearly you didn't disagree with me. So I guess I'm right. It's like. Yes, I agree with you. We're playing a video game and talking about this. Like, we're not trying to be some, you know, what, what would you call them? Some, like, sophisticated... We're not trying to be snooty ...intellectual people. analysis of this stuff, you know? Snooties. Like, I, I think that we have valid points and that well, our discussion is valid, but I'm not going to pretend just that we're, opinion. like, looking up all the details and researching all of what's going on. I'm just trying to kind of look at the principles, as I said, and kind of give... What most people have, which I would say is a more or less layman's understanding of what's going on. So if you're going to do that, then like, how do you judge what you're seeing and hearing? Further to that point, though, one of the uh, annoying things about it is that even someone who is versed in the details and the facts of what's going on, what is their information based on? That's one of the things that we talk about a lot in previous podcast is the reliability of information and the bias in media and everything yeah so it's just like what was it we were talking about vaccines or something where yeah you can have experts in the field who disagree with each other pretty much all the time though they will always disagree with each other no matter what i mean there's usually a general consensus and there's some kind of bottom line that we reach about things i get that but if you're talking about political issues in particular, 
there's not much science there. It's all just like, it, it's so complicated. So many different things. It's a, you know, like a damn Jenga tower or something of things. And if you miss one block, you then you don't Jenga? know the whole story. Yeah. You, you mispronounced it. It's Jenga with a E. Jenga, not Jenga. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't just, care. <laughs> I don't care about any of this. Pronunciation is my thing that I do. Well, with. I just told you earlier before the podcast that like card games and board games and stuff aren't my thing. So well, forgive me for not being an expert and looking well, into the, the facts article, of the impeachment of Jenga. Oh, I saw this article on Uno where you're not allowed to stack plus two cards or plus four. I didn't know cards. Django Unchained was a damn game show. <laughs> Beam Raptors when was the last time you even played a card game? <laughs> oh, I don't know, years probably. But anywho, I think most, in my opinion, most people who have true uh, intelligence or at least, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, wisdom or self-awareness, something, would some acknowledge that being some capacity, themselves. you know, uh, would acknowledge that information and judging things that are going on in the world is such a complex issue. There's so many things. If you miss one detail, then you don't know the full picture and everything. So to think that the average person making a YouTube video, but anyone really, but especially uh, the average person on YouTube making a video playing Minecraft while they're talking is going to know the ins and outs of this and have something really of value to say with facts that change all the time and like could be biased or misrepresented in some way all these different factors and you're this person's going to click on there and act like some kind of scholar judging our video and our discussion based on that it's just like mm -hmm. so absurd to me well just to be annoying. fair that is kind of what we're complaining about already is people just taking stuff as they see to be all thought out and proven with facts mm-hmm Instead of, you know, just what people, like you said, the vibe people get from stuff. Like, we're just talking about it. We're not... Uh, yeah, we're kind of talking about the big picture, not yeah. just the detailed topic. So, anyway, it was just something that stuck out to me. And it's like, it, it, the comment itself did annoy me. But it was something I want to talk about because it's it's beyond that comment. I see that kind of stuff a lot. Like, if, if you spend any time on Twitter, you'll know that that is the place for that kind of stuff where people really think that the information they have is solid and the, the understanding they have of it is solid and their grasp of the and issue as a whole and the, the world as a whole is 100%. And if you don't know what they know or if you disagree with them, then there's something you don't know. Just all this kind of stuff. And it's like people are far too confident in the information that they receive and their understanding of it. Yeah. But that that's kind of all like big picture stuff. The bottom line is you you've clicked on a video that had people playing Minecraft talking about Trump. So that should have been your first in, first and last indication where you just hit dislike and move on and instead of commenting like you're some scholar going to critique our discussion. And pretty much if they don't like what we're talking about, they don't have to watch the video. They don't have to click on every single video you upload just because we're talking about this. It's true. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like it is a free world. I feel like they just wanted something to complain about, honestly. A lot of people complain about everything, though. So that's normal. Well, I think a lot of times people, whether they're aware of it or not, they're looking for ways to inflate their own ego, if that makes sense. When was the last like, time you inflated your ego? 
Oh, I inflate my ego all the time. Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing right now. Just look at yourself and <laughs> like how stupid everybody is. How good we are. Pretty much. I'm better than you. <laughs> but I, I, I think people do that subconsciously a lot of times. And, yeah. uh, like their own bias. And that's why I said like you can't trust media and information and you can't trust your own biases, your own perception yep. of it. So you should always have doubt about what you think in your opinion on things. So when people don't do that and they just kind of give in to that, Oh, I've, I'm going to use this as a moment to exercise my ego and show how much better I am than this person or why I think they're inferior in some way or what they're doing is inferior in some way. It's kind of like, it doesn't look good on you. And I would say that anyone who cheers that kind of behavior on is probably a weak person. Who's more of a follower than a leader. So, Excuse me. Maybe that's kind of, you know, off topic or whatever, but I just find that it's it's a weird base human trait that I have a pet peeve with and I, I dislike it greatly. Oh, yeah. And I don't have a problem with somebody being an asshole because I think people can be an asshole without really being that way about it, you know? Like, they can be an asshole, but just not, like, meaning to. They could yeah, do it accidentally. Like, well, <clears throat> Well, if somebody was like this, like, um, I think Trump is horrible. I hate him. I don't like him as a person. I hate him as a That's president. That's what I said. Right? <laughs> like, if, if you say that, and it's like, okay, fair enough. But yeah, you know, how, about the, how, about, how about the facts and stuff? Like, do you, what do you think about this? And you just go, I don't care about the facts. Like, that's just my opinion. I know that I'm being biased and I could be incorrect, but that's kind of just the opinion I have and what I'm going to stick with. Yeah, at least I, I can respect it. that. Yeah, it's like, well, you may be dumb or you may be an asshole or whatever, but like, at least you admit it. Yeah. Like, at least you're you're like, I'm aware that I'm biased and I'm just going to go with that opinion. Yeah. But people who think they're not being biased, that they actually know what's up and I've made an educated decision. Like, yeah. that's what annoys me because they're being, so assured. Nothing wrong with being biased. It's being biased and claiming you're not biased. Yeah, the problem. it's like thinking that you've you've solved it, you've figured it out. All these other people are debating it, but I know what's up. I figured it out. I looked up Huffington Post. So there it is. That was a kind of a more of a rant that I intended to go on, I guess. Well, but, it's interesting of know. a topic, though, especially with like other people having to deal with it against others, though. Because it yeah, can like, happen people a who lot. have their little issues and then they bring it the ball to your court. Like that's another thing is like making like that person. Like I said. I'm going on it again. Here we go. Tangent. Get ready. Um, <laughs> Just skip this part of the audio. Everybody will yeah. want to. <laughs> but it's like, like I said, the, the, my base point is like you clicked on a video. People were playing Minecraft talking about Trump. And oh, this actually, is, your, this I, is the, the time you figure it's good to exercise your intellectual muscles yeah. it's like it it just doesn't make sense did, did you actually know speak speaking of trump not trying to go off topic of like what you were saying but supposedly mm -hmm. he messed with the um congress and he's getting impeached now he messed with stuff with congress and he's supposed to get impeached interesting yeah i, saw, I haven't heard I saw, about uh, that yet i saw somebody tweeting about that on twitter mm-hmm well, once again, like kind of in regards to what we're talking about, there's so much nuance and so much gray area with things. And every time they call something on Trump, there's, you know, a million other examples of other presidents who've done similar or the same or worse before and they didn't get in trouble and stuff. So it's like, yeah, eh, everyone's looking for that the gotcha moment. And usually life isn't that exciting. 
So we'll see. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he does something. Like I, like I said, regardless of whether you like Trump or hate him, the only thing I think you can accurately say for sure is that he knows 100% how to manipulate the media. So if he wanted to do something bad, all he's got to do is tape some toilet paper to his shoe and walk onto Air Force One. That's what they'll be talking about instead of whatever he actually did. I was going to say something funny, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Speaking of uh, media stuff, though, I don't expect Crazy to be aware of this, but being you, maybe. On. Uh, so PewDiePie. PewDiePie. I've seen some things on him. He made a video recently. I think it was his Rewind video. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. If it was that video, I don't recall. He mentions uh, that he's going to be taking a break from YouTube in 2020, like the beginning of 2020. Yeah. And just, you know, he's been producing daily content. I think he does have people helping him edit and stuff, but he's been doing, like, all these videos about Reddit and commentary videos Mm -hmm. and the Minecraft series, all this stuff daily and for like how long now he's gone without taking a break a lot longer than me (laughs) he's like even producing content ahead of time for when he goes on trips and stuff so he's like yeah i'm gonna take a break i'm tired and he tweeted this morning as of this recording uh that he like screenshotted a bunch of media stories good unbiased mainstream media where they're all making these like hyperbolic headlines about it did you guys see that Sort uh, I of. So. I did watch the video of like him talking about the rewind. I watched a part of it, and uh, what was it? I did get up to the part where he was taking a break, and like that popped up on my like feed of like just randomness <laughs> of um PewDiePie. Especially since I watched the rewind video, that popped up because of it. Because I had mm-hmm. like, I think the rewind or whatever in it. So when he got to the part about taking a break, did that stick out to you? Or are you just like, oh, yeah, he's taking a break because he's been you know, working hard. I didn't yeah. even notice that part. Maybe I well, stopped it, watching the video. It, I don't know. It was like abnormal because he does this like pretty much daily. And if he's taking a break, then something serious might be happening, actually. And not that he actually just wants a break. Yeah. Like some YouTubers, oh, yeah. if Most they take people a break, take vacations. Yeah, most people, if they take a break, it's usually just like a vacation or if they go on tour or something like that. Yeah, I think he I can't I could be wrong, but I think he mentioned like a few weeks or something, but I could be completely making that up. I don't recall. But suffice to say, you know, like someone who's producing that much, he's got as large of a platform as he has and stuff. It doesn't seem that weird to just be like. Yeah, I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. It's also, like it's just stands to reason. That's something he would just do. Yeah, I mean, if he like, wanted to take a break, he would just take a break. Yeah, I mean, I think he's had times before where he hasn't uploaded as frequently and stuff. Yeah. So it's just as, as casual as the thing as he mentions it, and he just says that he's tired and stuff. And it's like it's even if there is something more to it, I don't see how you could draw more from it. It's like the dude uploads daily. He's had all these controversies and stuff. Maybe he just wants to take a little break from YouTube and unwind. Yeah. And uh, so he's like posting screenshots of all these articles that are like PewDiePie, controversial YouTubers leaving YouTube and all this kind of stuff. It's just like complete hyperbolic nonsense. Even some of them there are bringing up like him 
uh, being accused of like being a Nazi and all this kind of stuff. It's like, what the hell, dude? Like, I understand that they don't like him or they're trying to use him for clickbait or whatever, but to go that far with such a innocuous announcement is it's absurd. Yeah. I mean, like what kind of world do you live in? Like, can you imagine just being like, I'm going to take a vacation and like your local newspapers posting all about (laughs) it, like wondering what's wrong. And, uh, he, maybe he's a Nazi or something. It's like, come on, dude. I think it was him that just posted a video of something about uh, I hate Twitter or whatever it was called. Yeah, that was a good video. I liked it. Uh, I didn't get to really watch it. I saw it on my phone, but I didn't have sound or anything. Tiny screen. It's funny because he he is talking about Twitter, but he gets more into the philosophical discussion about human nature and stuff. And uh, it's really funny because the video basically becomes something else entirely yeah but it still relates because he's talking about you know philosophy and human nature and all these things but uh, i thought it was a well done video it was kind of surprising for him like it's not that he's beyond uh you know serious topics and kind of discussing things like that on his channel before but i don't know something about that particular video stuck out to me as surprising for it to come from him yeah, that's in the comments. That's kind of what it seemed like most people thought. Ah, I didn't even see the comments. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think I have. Although apparently he uh, disabled his Twitter account now. Did he? I think so. I mean, I don't have facts to back Let that up. Let me see. But I, that's what I, I have his. That's what I've I have his tweet saved. I have his tweet saved, so I'm going to see if it's still up. Oh, it doesn't exist. He did. Yeah. Oh, geez. So I guess this video was a way of announcing. Damn it! I wanted to actually see the uh, the ones that he shared there, but I guess it's too late for that. I should have screenshot them. So I think Crazy has some stuff she wants to get to. But one last thing while we're kind of on this topic here, a couple of things I wanted to mention since we're kind of talking about YouTube and human nature and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you guys recall the Gustavo Canine games. Yeah incident where his network that he partnered with unfortunately claimed videos uh, was claiming all these videos and stuff and he said that if it wasn't resolved he was going to delete his account or his channel and all that kind of stuff did you find out and yeah i was hoping he wouldn't do it because i assumed it would get resolved but apparently he went through with it and deleted his channel dude which is highly unfortunate. I kind of thought he wouldn't yeah. actually do it, to be honest. Same here. I was like, yeah, I thought he would see that it's getting responses and that it would be resolved and he wouldn't have to do that. But yes, I think, didn't. I don't know if this person actually got this from him, but I saw someone commented somewhere when I was looking into this, uh, what I suppose was an announcement or, or a message from him sent somewhere. I don't know where, but if it is, I think this is supposedly what he said. So it says, I can't hold the responsibility and all pressure. My network is helpless and I have been accused and suffering harassed. I asked to leave the network or I going to delete my channel. The network has denied my claim. So that's why I deleted my channel. Oh, so his network wouldn't let him go. Surprise, surprise. After they screwed up and got the hammer dropped on his channel with all these people hating on him and stuff because thinking it's literally him. 
or maybe they don't even care if he actually did or not. They're just like, your channel is the one causing this. Get out of here. So network wouldn't help him. Again, surprise, surprise. Multi-channel networks don't give a shit about their creators. They They literally take money from what you make on YouTube and for doing nothing. That that's pretty much all multi-channel networks are good for at this point. That you sometimes you will get like a benefit of like a subscription to Epidemic Sound. When I was uh, partnered with Curse, that's what they had. So I got Epidemic Sound subscription virtually for free, uh, depending on how much money they took from me anyway, which which depends on how much I made because they take a percentage. So it was like what they would get out of what I made was less than what Epidemic Sound would cost me. So I was like, okay, that's a good benefit to be partnered with them. But generally speaking, they don't do anything. They don't help your channel grow. They claim that that's what they're going to do, but they don't. And they basically, especially ones like that, Cursed is good from at least my experience and what I've heard from other people. Like you can leave their network anytime. There's no contract to keep you locked in or anything. But some of these are malicious and they lock you into contracts and they basically hold your channel hostage or they'll claim ownership of your content and all this kind of stuff. So unfortunately, that seems to be what his case was. And so his years of effort into YouTube and the whatever he had, 3,000, 4,000 something subs and all this stuff just kind of cast to the wayside because he partnered with a network that was uh, underhanded and shitty. Interesting. I'm surprised there's not more good networks out there. Did he start a new channel? I guess a good network not that profitable. Like, there's no reason to have a good network. The only way that there would be a quote-unquote good network is just for people whose channels are like a million subs or more so that you maybe have legal help or something. Yeah, like for copyright issues and stuff. I would think that would be a good idea. Yeah, that's about the only—it would basically be like a— an agency or yeah. something, I guess, you know, where they help to manage any issues that come up and maybe offer financial assistance for people who are making a lot of money. And it's hard for a person to just manage that on their own when they're getting yeah. that much money all of a sudden from YouTube or whatever. But just as far as the average creator, especially if they're letting you be partnered with them when you have under like 50, 100,000 subscribers, then chances are they don't care about your channel and they're just using you. It's like, imagine. You had one channel with 100,000 subscribers making you money, or you could have 1,000 channels with 1,000 subscribers, you know? Yeah. It's like they're not making any money themselves, but that might add up for you. So I think that's kind of what a lot of these malicious MCNs are doing to people is uh, just banking on one of them to have a viral video every now and then and to get some money from it. And the more you, the more channels you're partnering, then the more chance you have of getting some of that sweet sweet ad revenue for basically you just existing pretty much so that was unfortunate unfortunate uh outcome of that story maybe more will unfold in the future but that's the the latest that i'm aware of Hmm. well i hope he's unfortunate i was really hoping he didn't do that hopefully i was really hoping he wouldn't do that because it was obviously not his fault and uh just because you're getting hate and stuff doesn't mean you should delete your channel when the issue will probably be resolved, especially. So that leads into the next topic that I have, which is the new harassment policy that YouTube implemented. You guys hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with who iDubs is? Uh, kind of. 
I mean, I don't. I think I've heard. I, of the him. only thing I know from him is from other creators. Like I don't know him personally, <laughs> but yeah, I know what he does and stuff. Kinda. Not it's really. Kinda, he's collaborated with PewDiePie a couple yeah. times, I think, and that stuff. I don't but know. Um, he, other people too, but PewDiePie is just one of them. Um, it's kind of hard to describe him. His channel is kind of weird, but he had some. Uh, he does one of the series he had before. I don't know if it's something he intends to continue, but it's called Content Cop, and it was essentially him uh, critiquing other YouTubers. And it's not necessarily because, like, maliciously. It was more because like they did something that warranted criticism, like legitimately. And he would do like these crazy in-depth video like kind of reviews of their channel and them as a person and their online presence and things that they've done and stuff. And the ironic thing is, so what happened is after this new policy took effect, they deleted one uh, at least one of them content cop episodes that he had made. Yeah. So the ironic thing about it is that that video was about, uh, I think his channel's name is Leafy is here. You guys no, know who Leafy yeah. is? No. Well, he's one of the, is, is he one of the, the original like YouTube critique? Like I'm going to review your channel and I, like I trash talk you kind of channels. Or at least the most trash talk you type of channel. Yeah. Like I think he was pretty much one of the, uh, go commit, not alive kind of people. Like he would, just trash people and just just say like horrible things about them and stuff like that yeah. and, and he and i dubs did a content cop on him and that's the video it was like this is harassment we're gonna delete it's <laughs> supposedly leafy on twitter or something uh said that it was bogus that they did that and like he doesn't approve of it or whatever Ultimately. so there's that new development if if youtube couldn't do anything else to make things worse for the creators you got copa then you got all this weird Ad like news now. stuff going on the ad issues that are going on with the age restrictions yeah, all the stuff like uh ad what are they advertiser friendly content and all this stuff now they've got to go and like fix something that wasn't really broken and I think PewDiePie did a video talking about it as well, and he was talking about how the system worked well as it was because there was nobody to call out these YouTubers except for other YouTubers. Yeah. So now people are discouraged from doing that, and you, and so, like, what's going to happen? Like, there's no ecosystem to patrol YouTube and, and help to enforce rules. Like, one of the best examples he mentioned, I think, was... Daddy 05. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone remembers that channel? No. Nope. Never heard of it. it. It was a family channel, and I don't know what the hell you would call it, but they were doing pranks or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know. I didn't look at their content, really. I just saw what a lot of people were saying about it and clips from it. And it's like they had – it was a mom and a dad and several kids – and they were, quote-unquote, pranking their kids, and they were doing things that were really seemingly borderline abuse to their kids, especially, like, psychological abuse, like screaming and just kind of, like, things that would seem to be emotionally scarring and stuff like that to them. Mm -hmm. And 
this was all fine. Like their channel, I think was monetized. Nobody knew the wiser, but YouTubers, other people found it and made a big stink about it. And then that eventually got the channel deleted, I think. And, uh, I think authorities looked into them and checked out their family. And I, I don't know. I honestly think at least one of their kids was taken from them and stuff, uh, like into custody or whatever, you know, like yeah. to protect them. So all of this supposedly happened and PewDiePie mentioned it because of other YouTubers finding this content and bringing it to light. So now people are going to be discouraged from making content about other YouTubers because you might just get a strike or have your video removed because of, uh, you know, harassment. It's not going to be good. (laughs) It's just trying to fix what isn't broken and stuff. I mean, who am I to say, like, maybe it will be a better outcome. I don't know, but it just seems like, harassment online it's like that really falls into the child issue i would say more so than people who are of age to be using youtube well it would be a good thing to have this except we're talking about youtube here and they're not going to do it good (laughs) we already know that they've years they've confirmed they can't do anything right so there's no way it's gonna work yeah so it's better to not like let's say Okay, this is the best way I can think of it, but a, like having a government, you wouldn't want a really bad government versus not having a government that controls you. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have like a really controlling government that just does everything wrong instead of just not having a government, but having more or not having like protection and having more like bad people. But everybody in the community can fight against it. Yeah versus yeah well that's kind of the uh the argument with uh government run things just like we were talking about with copa and everything like that is a lot of times obviously i'm not against regulation i think that there there is a place for government and they mm-hmm. have to keep yeah. things in balance but usually as long as there are rules and people are, like the rules are enforced and people are made to play fairly essentially the free market as they call it, is usually better at regulating itself, I think, than having an authoritarian come in and try to force everyone to play nice. Right. It's like it's kind of like a game. You know, if you can set the rules of the game and everyone has to abide by those rules, then people can play the game and manage themselves. They don't need the uh, the game maker to come in and be like, oh, no, you got to do that and tell each other what moves to make and everything. It's like, no, you just make the game, set the rules, and let the people figure it out. And that's kind of how YouTube was. And obviously there were things that probably needed to change and things that need to be cracked down on that's inevitable. But it's gotten to the point now where they're trying to control things that they don't necessarily need to. And it seems like, as you're pointing out, they're not really the best at doing. Yeah, they're trying to control things that they don't know how to control, which is a bad thing. Especially, well, they can learn. But the problem is when you're when that limits the community doing stuff against it. That's mm-hmm. when you have a real problem. Yeah, it's like at some point you kind of have to leave it to the creators. But of course, there there are the allegations now that YouTube is not really about the creators anymore. They're wanting more celebrities and mainstream things right. to, to take over the platform. Then so. YouTube has to do it right. It's the difference. Yeah. Like YouTube needs to take responsibility instead of just uh, 
whatever they're doing. <laughs> they're Who knows just, what they're, they're trying just, to do? They're just uh, skirting past the law and what have you. That's so weird, especially like with Copa is a good example, I think, of YouTube kind of not apparently doing their due diligence and then setting up a platform with certain guidelines and rules and everything and then later being like oh no we can't have it that way anymore so all you people who built your channels based on those rules we said well that's not the case anymore so sorry yeah like very good management there i suppose that's why we need a uh, open source platform that way everybody can the entire community can uh decide what needs change and what doesn't yeah that would be ideal. The problem is that's kind of hard to organize and set up. Well, the problem with that is, like, I think what YouTube is is what everything eventually becomes. Because, like, you know, YouTube was more of the Wild West back in the day. And then, like, as time goes on, they keep tweaking things and trying to make improvements and whatnot. It's just like society with everything else, you know, like, oh, we have right. these laws. Everything works good. Some people step outside the law. Oh, we need to make more laws to fix that until eventually there's no freedom anymore. And I think, you know, what's going on with YouTube is kind of maybe a good example of that, of why you don't want constant rulemaking and laws taking place to regulate people when there are a few anomalies that take place, you know? Yeah. Because then you start to overregulate and make too many rules and then this this awesome thing that you had that became awesome because of what it initially was is no longer that thing anymore and it eventually starts to fade away like you're kind of getting into more heavier territory there when it comes to governments and things like that like people keep having this idea that they're going to create the utopia that oh if we just had this and if we just had that and if people were just like this or just like that then everything will be perfect same, you know, same thing for YouTube or whatever. Until eventually, the empire crumbles. You know, there have been great civilizations in the past that have fallen because they go through this cycle. Like, it, I think it's all cyclical. Like, you have one civilization that does it, and then the next one comes and does it, and everyone thinks that they're correcting the course the, all the time until eventually you destroy yourself from within. Yeah. And most people, most as far as YouTube goes, most people are calling out YouTube for that. It's like you're destroying the platform. Like you're not making this better. You're taking away what was great about the, the service and the platform and uh, that you're completely basically disowning the people who made it that way. It's pretty much always a cycle. And there's nothing you can do about it because uh, yeah, what are the really. odds that they're actually going to reverse course? Well, that would be the greatest thing ever. If, if they, they reverse course, yeah. If they're just like, ass, screw it. We're not going to try being a big corporation. We're just going to go back to what we were. That would be so amazing. Imagine, imagine the hype for that. That would be incredible. <laughs> I don't know how long it would last long term, but short term, that would be amazing. The, the weird thing is, like, again, I think, I don't know. Like, you, you get this idea that maybe YouTube is kind of like shaking in their boots worried that advertisers are going to leave well i don't think but they are they, it, it doesn't really got, seem like that would be the case they, they still got a lot back them up it's it's just gonna become less and less uh enjoyable to use as is what's happening but it's yeah. not going to just suddenly die and everybody's going to leave there's still yeah, too I mean, much potential I, there 
like with the whole adpocalypse and everything and ad friendly content um it seems like people think that youtube is trying to appease advertisers and maybe they are but it would seem to me that youtube has the upper hand there they they're the ones that have the negotiating uh what would you call it? advantage i guess where if you're an advertiser and you want to advertise on YouTube, it's like, take it or leave it, bro. We're like the biggest video platform ever. Yeah, so if you don't true. want to advertise with us, that's your loss. Like that should be their response. But instead they're like, oh, you can't do this. So it's like, are they really worried about the advertisers or is it really that they want to take YouTube in a new direction? And the ad friendly thing is kind of just part of that, but not really the main objective. Yeah. What if, what if all of these problems with youtube it's just a distraction for them to change how the platform is we're just slowly yeah, I mean, increasing that's the thing. Stuff. They're like, and then they're, they're like waving like, oh, in one sorry. hand and moving the other yeah we didn't we didn't mean to make this a problem we'll fix it but they're changing it just basically become tv or whatever from what i've seen that's what tim pool says is that youtube wants to be the new netflix and stuff like they're yeah. trying to get like, more mainstream outlets and stuff i, so. I feel like youtube actually knows what they're doing which is well i think they i think they think they know what they're doing at least (laughs) and it probably will in the long term end up working for them depending on what their goal is yeah for their for their goal but being the youtube that us creators want is is not going to (laughs) happen that's definitely not their goal yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's a difficult thing to argue because, once again, you, I don't really know. I mean, like, obviously, I think some people are just like, yeah, the Wild West, those are the best days of YouTube. But most people would agree, especially if you want to make money with YouTube, that it can't be just the Wild West and right. everyone just do whatever they want. But I don't understand these people making arguments for turning it into some totalitarian regime lording over everything you do and holding ad revenue out from your reach just because you said a naughty word or something yeah i suppose it is kind of a difficult thing for youtube to do because they're so big at this point they can't just be the wild west anymore because there's too many people yeah. that'll try to claim it and take advantage of it so they kind of have to go in the other direction to remain successful long term yeah like short term, if they went back to the Wild West, they would get a lot more attention. I feel like, but that would die off really quick as people started taking advantage of it. Yeah, it's a really tough spot to be in because it really seems like, which is they're destroying what made it popular. Like I said earlier, it's like yeah. you're taking like everyone came to this platform because of what it was. And now that you've lured all these people in with all these promises of monetization and being able to express themselves however they want to, now you're going to change the rules and a lot of these people are going to be kicked off the platform or choose to leave because of it or whatever. So it's like, I understand things can grow beyond your control or go in a different direction than you attended and all this kind of stuff. But you have to acknowledge that the platform and the service is what it is. And that's because of the people who signed on and like trusted you to provide that platform to them and now you're taking that away so do you really expect to keep the platform in the same form as it you know as what it became yeah who knows 
one of the interesting things about that uh, that reminded me, you guys are aware of, uh, I can't remember that girl's name. It starts with a J. She started a van life channel. Like uh, over yeah. the summer or something. Mm-hmm. Is it like Janelle or something like that? I don't think so. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, she started a van life channel and like literally she posted like, what one video or two or three videos or something and within like a month had a million subs crazy that was a while ago now yeah it it happened a little while ago but it's it's something that uh i can't remember what happened i think my wife saw something and it reminded me of it so i looked into it a little bit and that that's so suspicious i don't care who you are like that is suspicious for someone to come in and they're like, oh, it's just the algorithm. And, like, it's the niche that she came in. She just did the right thing at the right time. And it's like, okay, fair enough. I suppose that's possible. I'm not going to say that that's impossible. But how many van life channels are there out there? None of them exploded like that. Like, people who've been on the platform a while and everything. Um, and, like, who, whoever has been known to get that many subscribers right off the bat? And I don't think she had, like, a huge following anywhere else that I'm aware of. Uh, I don't think so. Well, maybe she had like an Instagram or something. I don't know, but not that large. In any yeah, case. She did have some Instagram following, but I don't think it was anywhere near that. Yeah. I could be wrong. But the interesting thing about it is like, if I had to, to bet money, I would say she's like a plant or something like YouTube is trying to boost her for whatever reason. I don't, or a company is, or something. It's like that, or she or paid for subs, or something. Uh, something. Mm, no, well, like YouTube is aware of her, so I don't think it could be paid subs. Here's an idea. I feel know. like YouTube might have made changes, which uh, helped her channel specifically, even if it wasn't intentionally directed to her. How do you mean? With however the algorithm works and stuff. Well, how come it didn't affect others, though? Because they just changed it, and it, I you know, I have no idea. <laughs> like, you're saying, like, she came around at the time of this change, and yeah. then it, like, swept her up, basically. I feel like there would have been other like, examples, though, if that, that were is, the case, even mm, still. Yeah. So, who knows, really? Like, one thing I noticed... <clears throat> uh, from her videos that I I didn't really watch like many of her videos or all the way through or anything, but the first video I think that has like the most views on her channel and everything. Uh, she doesn't act like a YouTuber to me. She doesn't act like someone who's new to making videos either. Not that she would have to be like, maybe she had another channel before and stuff like that. Like anything's possible. Mm-hmm. But the question I have is, why does she act weird? Like, it seems like someone who was directed. Like, she doesn't talk like a person who's like, hey, this is my van or whatever. She's talking like, all right, here's what you're doing. You're a van girl. You converted this van and you're living in this van. So, like, show that people around. Possible. Like, that's how it comes off. There's a lot of other channels that were ended up being that. I forget what the yeah. different one was. That, although it was done better at being secretive about not being directed <laughs> right i forget what channel it was so i don't know it's like it just comes off her videos come off disingenuous to me they come off planned and like i watch people like 
Peter McKinnon and stuff who obviously do like pre-planned stuff in their videos. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come off like that though. It doesn't come off as like some campy, like, haha, I'm vlogging, but this was kind of pre-planned that was going to happen or whatever. It comes off as like, we're trying to actually make you believe this, but it's not. And I don't know. It's really, it's, it's such a weird vibe that I got from her videos and one of the sad things is, and I don't know who this person is or if they matter or whatever, but I was looking through the comments because I wanted to see if other people were picking up on it too. There were a lot of people in the comments of her channel on that video that were like really skeptical of the fact that she got so popular so fast. And of course, you know, since she is apparently, I don't know, what is she, like a black person or something? Like some I don't know. person of color of some kind. It was um, she... Like this person said that any people who were questioning that were doing it because they're racist. That's an oof. <laughs> it's like it's such a suspicious thing. It's like obviously it's because people are racist that they're wondering why her channel blew up like that. Yes. And it's not like she was the first or only person to do van life. There's tons of people who've been doing it. No one's channel blew up like that. But yeah, you're racist if you question it. It's the way it works. It's just that simple, man. That's how simple and black and white life is. It's just the racist world that we live in. <laughs> if a black person gets popular, because there's no other po popular black YouTubers or anything. No one's questioned their success or anything like that. It's just Not unless they're a rapper. Uh, she's the only one, and uh, you're racist if you question why she's successful. There's no, no black celebrities or anything either. Definitely not. Not really. So... Anyway, that was just something interesting kind of talking about, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Just weird things happening on YouTube and just the oddness of the platform and things that they're doing and maybe YouTube manipulating things. And the question is, is let's say if we're going to go on the tangent of like maybe YouTube is propping her channel up or maybe she's like hired by YouTube to do that channel or something, which that to me, I think kind of makes sense for whatever reason. Maybe YouTube wanted to do an experiment or something and kind of put her in place there and maybe propped her channel up to get seen by more people kind of you know do something to get it suggested more or something like that you know mm -hmm. and for what reason though like that's kind of the question is like what would their motivation be to do something like that assuming it's not some simple thing like Oh, she's related to this person that works at YouTube, so they're just bumping her channel up. Yeah, who knows? But she well, was on uh, Good Mythical Morning. Did you, did you see that? Uh, I'm not sure. Or not Good Mythical Morning, but there's like a sideshow they do with uh, the chef guy that works for him. The chef guy. I don't know. I don't watch them. Yeah, he, he makes like crazy concoctions. Like they'll they'll especially like expensive things. So it'll be like. We're making a $500 Big Mac or something. So he'll like go get the most expensive ingredients he can to build a custom Big Mac that's worth like $500. Something like that. Like he does stuff like that. And he did one of those episodes and she was a guest. And her behavior in the episode was just so weird to me. Like she doesn't come off like a normal YouTuber. She really feel look, it feels like she feels like she's out of place. It's so weird. Like if anyone's seen that can comment or if you guys want to go watch it at some point and tell me what you think i get a vibe like she 
is not someone who's trying to make it on YouTube. Like it comes off very strange to me. She doesn't have, not that everyone's going to act the same, but there's usually some kind of behavior that people have when they're YouTubers and they collaborate with others, you know? And it was just not there in my opinion. Well, I'm going to be honest. I didn't notice anything odd with the video I watched of hers. So, Which one did you watch? Uh, the first one or whatever the most popular. The tour? Yeah, whatever the one that made, that got the most views all of a sudden. Well, maybe if you get time, go back and watch it with that in mind. Like, obviously, I don't want to influence your view of it, but I would be interested with that in mind if you notice anything different or if you would still have that same opinion. Because as of right now, I don't think that. I think she was just lucky. Just lucky? Yeah. I just I don't like, think I've I'm seen willing any of her videos, so I don't really have a <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I know. I I didn't pay any attention, but just from what I got, from what well, I I'm got. willing to accept that. It's yeah. just I'm curious why her channel and no one else's, mm-hmm. or at least not that I'm aware. Like if someone else had blown up like that, it seems like you would have heard about it. Yeah, I mean we all know that the van life thing kind of blew up for a while. It's still pretty popular, but oh, I keep seeing um, all kinds of the videos. I mean they're fun yeah, to watch. <laughs> But like there are people who, videos. there's people who've been doing it for years now and like have, you know, tens or hundreds of vlogs based on their van life or tiny house or whatever all these high trending things were. And it's just weird. Like even like Minecraft animation channels like Monster School and stuff, how they blow up and whatnot. And even those don't have like crazy overnight stuff like that. Well, mine had crazy overnight stuff. So, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> One video. Two videos. <laughs> and the rest of my content barely gets any views, so... I guess it's still not quite the same. Things I think she still gets plenty of views. I will say, I sure didn't get subscribers. Well, that's the thing, is, like, converting viewers into subscribers is very difficult. Well, granted, her video was a whole lot better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it was pre-planned and fabricated YouTubeness. Hey. I don't know. I, I'm not really of the mind that it definitely is, like, suspicious or whatever, but it feels more suspicious to me than it does organic. And I, I have a hard time. Like, if I was even, like, I don't know. I didn't really find her videos that interesting. So, you know, it's not a big deal to me. But even if I was interested in the videos, I would have a hard time watching them and really believe, like, yeah, I'm watching a normal YouTuber. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, crazy wanted to uh, cover some things, so we'll leave it. We'll put the uh, the torch in Crazy's hand now. I started talking, but I was muted. I am sorry. <laughs> also, it's ten o'clock. I'm gonna probably have to leave soon. So. Okay. So. Okay. After this, I have seen yeah. and heard this multiple times. But there's this old man who, in the past month, have been feeding homeless people and have gotten arrested twice now. Oof. Like, he was feeding the homeless people and he got arrested. Like, I don't understand why you would get arrested for that. So what are the details of it? Like, He got arrested for um, feeding homeless people? Yes. How does that work? He's a 90-year-old man. He was arrested for feeding the homeless people. He apparently meant to do it. Intentionally fed the homeless people? Yes. 
Well, I don't suppose you would do it by accident. <laughs> but I don't know why he got arrested. He's 90 year old. So I assume at least the first time he was told not to anymore. Is that incorrect? Yeah, because he told the people that they can't stop him from feeding the homeless from the first time. So he did it again, and then they arrested him the second time. So who who told him not to? Was it like local authorities or? Yes. Um, let's see. Let me see who did it. Doesn't say who exactly. But they actually, the second time, they arrested him after he finished feeding the homeless. Right. Probably because the cops don't have a problem with it, so they let him do it, but then they have to do their job. Because, like, supposedly the um, man, he was homeless himself, and so he started, when he got his job and stuff, I guess, when he was younger, the guy was homeless, and he wanted to feed his people. Yeah. And I think that's pretty sweet that a 90-year-old guy would just go and feed some homeless when he was homeless when he was younger. I think that's sweet. But I, don't yeah, there's, I mean, like, you would think there's nothing wrong with that. No, but the fucking authorities think there was. I don't know why they would think that. And where did it happen? Mm, Fort Lauderdale. Where's Lauderdale? Is that in Florida? So yeah. That would be somewhere in Florida. Fort, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale in Florida. Well, that's, uh, that's where I you know, Florida's kind of known for weird things. Yeah. But <laughs> It's a 90-year-old man in Florida. His name was... I don't think I should say his name, should I? Uh, probably not. He was charged on win- this past Wednesday for violating a new city law that essentially prevents people from feeding the homeless. They made a freaking law about no feeding the homeless? <laughs> Seriously? Well I, miss, well, I would say that that sounds bad on the surface, but there may be a good reason for it. Like, sometimes homeless people will, like, migrate to an area if they find out that there's things going on there, you know? Like, he founded a charity that handed out more than 100 plates of hot chicken stew, pasta, cheesy potatoes, and fried salad to homeless men and women. Like, him and volunteers handed out the food. And the police were lingering around that area for like 45 minutes before they arrested him. I guarantee that's because the cops don't have an issue with it, but they're having to enforce the law. So they let him actually finish doing it. Yeah. That would be my guess. That definitely sounds bad. Like, I, I, I don't think, obviously, I'm not against helping the homeless or whatever, but I would assume there's a reason for it. You can assume maybe it's like, you know, evil mustache twirling villains of like local authorities or rich people. We don't want those people around here or something like so that. In January, but, you know, drug use and things like that comes with homelessness a lot too. So supposedly in January, they enforced a law from restricting people from camping, panhandling, food sharing, and engaging in other life sustaining activities. If you're homeless, <laughs> life sustaining <laughs> because um, and quit breathing. Food sharing are radically in. <laughs> engaged as in halloween when millions of people are out sharing candy yeah like that considers that you're sharing candy on halloween and they made this this past january and this guy did this this past wednesday hmm i'd be really interested in knowing the full story about why the law was in place and stuff because they must be having issues with homelessness there or something and they're trying to discourage 
<laughs> enabling it, you know? I don't know. Don't be homeless. Duh. Don't be homeless. Stop breathing or trying to sustain your life. Just die and get out of the way. <laughs> but oh. it's so mean. Yeah, I like I said, I wouldn't rush to judgment. I would assume there probably is more to that story, but it does sound bad. Like the optics are definitely really bad where you got some guy trying to help homeless people and they arrest him. But I'm surprised it happened in Florida, to be honest, because like I was thinking New York or something because of the weird homeless thing that they have going on or maybe San Francisco. Well, I've heard everybody's talking about San Francisco. I yeah. I don't know. They that actually, much. Have, they have a map where people oh. can mark where people where human feces has been found on the sidewalks. Bro. So, uh, just the homeless thing though kind of makes me like you know we're talking about San Francisco and stuff. Um, one of the reasons I thought it was New York is mm. have you guys heard about the the homeless program thing that supposedly New York has done? No, New York City at least I think where. I guess, you know, like, it's hard not to reference San Francisco because they have this horrible problem with San Francisco, like, tent cities, basically, and, like, people shooting up drugs on the sidewalks and pooping on the sidewalk and attacking people and robbing places on a daily basis, all this kind of crazy stuff going on. It's like dystopian nightmare. (laughs) Well, a lot of it's drug use, and because the weather is so nice there, when people are going to be homeless, they migrate there because it's easy to exist there. Um, but I guess the, you know, New York maybe is scared of that happening to them or something. I don't, I don't really remember the the details, but essentially what I understand is that they create a program to relocate homeless people. So what they did with this program and in many cases, from what I understand is not be known to the cities that they're quote unquote collaborating with is they're giving, they're setting up like apartments or like housing for homeless people, giving them a thousand dollars, I think, and paying for a year's worth of their rent and shipping them to other cities across the country. Wow. So it's like, we're getting too many homeless people here. We can't handle it. We're going to export them to other other counties, other cities. So, the article, the uh, only thing I've seen about this is from Tim Pool's videos, but he was reading an article. And the the publication that wrote the article, uh, the journalist, I think, reached out to some of these cities to ask them about it, like what they think about this policy and stuff. And a, a number of them were like, huh, <laughs> they didn't even know about it. They didn't know that New York is exporting their homeless to their city. And uh, it's just like the most amazing like it's disturbing and amazing at the same time the fact that you're exporting people like their cattle to another place without telling that place that you're sending them there and they're already homeless and probably have issues that got them to be homeless so you think that just giving them some money and a bus ticket and paying for rent for a year is going to help them start a new life i mean i think that would be a huge leg up for a lot of people but most people don't end up homeless because they can function well must have been. I figure that most homeless people became homeless because of like their addictions that they have, and they couldn't like keep up with rent or anything because of the addictions they have to pay for. Yeah, it's it's addictions or it's mental illness. You know, like anxiety, depression, exactly. uh, schizophrenia. I think is a big one. A lot of people who Especially are homeless if you can't have. pay for like medication for it. 
Yeah, you can't afford medication. You can't. Uh, I don't know. Some people, I think, like regardless of medication, just kind of their, their issues are too bad. I don't know. But that was just like it's disturbing and hilarious at the same time. It's just like, hey, what do we do about all these homeless people? I was like, send them to Florida. <laughs> oh, well, that's so horrible. Problem. Uh, it's not our problem anymore. We're in New York City. It's pretty funny. And like the whole San Francisco thing, that's a whole nother topic. Uh, being you acted like you were aware of that more so than I crazy. Heard of it. But... Did you hear that story about the woman who I can't remember what she was doing. She worked somewhere or was just out and about or whatever. And she was walking back to her car and this homeless guy came up to her and was like, I don't know what I think they said that he was kind of like con- accosting her, like confronting her and like being crazy and accusing her of stuff or whatever. And then he, I think her, she had her car door open, I guess, maybe trying to get into her car, or at least at the time that he came up to her, she had her door open trying to get into her car. And supposedly he like, oh, I'm trying to remember, he grabbed her and like pushed her where she kind of like fell into her car or something, you know? And then he had a bucket of his own diarrhea you and dumped it on her what the <laughs> hell man that's gross did you hear about that bean no it is so gross so it got all over her all in her car and uh you know obviously he's mentally ill or something and she said like he must have been saving it up because there was so much gross <laughs> so like that's the story itself is hilarious uh, and gross and, like, sad all at the same time. But the most disturbing thing about it, like, you go, oh, that's that's really gross, you know, like, getting diarrhea from some homeless person dumped on you. You know, that's nasty. Like, I, I would, it makes me want to throw up or whatever. It's like, you know, everyone gets repulsed and disgusted by such an uh, occurrence. The problem is because that happened she has to go like periodically like every couple of months or something and be tested for diseases and stuff now oh wow so like it's not just this like traumatizing event like this actually is her life now like she has to be affected by this and go be tested and stuff to see if there was any communicable diseases he may have shared with her and stuff because one of the things there if i'm not mistaken like i'm pretty sure it was san francisco because of it but like was it the Black Plague or something that was actually discovered there again or something because of this the unsanitary conditions due to the homelessness and stuff? Could be getting some details mixed up there, but there are some weird like old diseases and things that sure. were more or less eradicated that are pro- popping its head up or their heads up or whatever due to the conditions there now. And it's supposed to be like a really high end, like, you know, fancy place right san francisco mm-hmm. that's where uh full house happened isn't it the big bridge and everything isn't that where the golden gate bridge is san francisco i think, I so. think so now it's just gonna be like although i would, the homeless uh, I would bridge. only know that because of yeah playing video games <laughs> <laughs> quality content yep so since you're admittedly uh not very well informed and you're a gamer video gamer and you learn most of your facts through 
video games being. Mm-hmm. What do you think about uh, the Trump impeachment? What, what kind of facts and details can you drop on us? You got any knowledge you can share? Um, <laughs> I think what should happen is everybody should just uh, take a chill pill and play some Minecraft. <laughs> I don't think our commenters are going to accept that. You need to uh, have well-informed, very well-researched <laughs> facts and details. Otherwise, what are we doing here in Minecraft trying to talk about these serious issues? We're, tr- we're going to change the world here. We're not going to get there by just having opinions. Uh, well, I guess we're <laughs> Thank you for this brilliant contribution. I think we're <laughs> on the way. <laughs> All right, so with that, I think uh, we covered some interesting topics. We got through a bunch of the uh, things that I've accumulated over since the last podcast, and uh, it was pretty successful. I feel like I got a lot of stuff off my chest. We've learned a lot of things. (laughs) Uh, So with that... I think we're going to end this podcast, episode three of the Citizen Podcast once again. I don't think it's on the Apple podcast thing yet. I got to look into why that might be the case, but it is on Spotify and Google Play, I think, and some others that I don't recall, some other, you know, podcast platforms. But of course, there's also the clips that are on youtube.com slash anxious cynic. So thanks for listening or watching whatever, you know, whatever form you may be consuming this reading lovely content with reading. (laughs) I don't know how you would, but if you've managed to do that somehow, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. Bye.